All right, I guess we're all set to go. So uh, what is your closing message to voters here in the last few days left? Show up and vote. You know, we're encouraging everyone to go to IWillVote.com slash OH, you know, to make sure that you know uh, how to how, how to how to safely and, and easily and conveniently cast your ballot, whether you're going to vote early in person, whether you're going to drop off uh, your mail ballot at your at your county drop box or whether you're going to show up on Tuesday uh, and, and vote in person on Election Day. You know, the, the power is in your hands uh, right now to, to, to shape a, a different future for this country. And, you know, we believe that with Joe Biden, uh, with Kamala Harris, first and foremost, we can get this virus under control. Uh, but once we do that, that we can build this economy back better. You know, uh, President Trump and, and, and the White House uh, were out yesterday touting the, the, this GDP report as if the economy had fully come back. Well, look, I think I think voters in Ohio know that if you drive a truck 50 feet into a ditch and you pull it 30 feet back out, you're still in a ditch. And right now, our economy uh, is still not working for too many working people across this country. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have a plan uh, to build us back better. That means buying American. Uh, that means investing in infrastructure, unlike this White House where Infrastructure Week has basically become a punchline. Uh, and it means investing in caregivers uh, and you know our, our, our teachers and other folks. You know, too many pe- too many parents right now are, are trying to juggle you know working from home with with children working uh, at, at, in school remotely. And we need to to make sure that uh, that we're that we're speaking to them and that we're giving them opportunities. Uh, once once we get beyond this virus. Uh, I'm, I'm seeing in the media here recently, it looks like the Republican campaign is trying to, is trying to uh, say that the Joe Biden campaign is going to shut down America if he takes office uh, because of COVID. Um, you know, they're saying that that would in fact uh, destroy the economy of the United States. Uh, is that something that uh, you think that Mr. Biden is going to do if he takes office? Joe Biden is not going to shut down the economy. Joe Biden is going to shut down this virus. Look, I think people in Ohio know that until we get this virus under control, we can't fully get our economy going. You know, we we need we need leadership that is going to actually be serious about, you know, demonstrating real leadership in terms of, you know, wearing a mask, developing a vaccine and safely delivering it all of the plans that we need to actually get the virus under control, but then also having a real plan uh, to deliver meaningful economic uh, support for too many working people all around this country. You know, we, we, we've seen that, you know, the, these, these supplemental unemployment benefits that were helping keep people afloat early in the, early on in this crisis, we're helping them, you know, pay rent or pay their mortgages have gone away. And the president has done nothing to meaningfully try and, and get that back going. So I think, you know, people know that Joe Biden is going to first and foremost, get this virus under control. And then he's going to, to ensure that we can build this economy back better than it's ever been. What do you think it's going to take to get the virus under control? Well, first and foremost, you know, I think it's going to take real leadership that actually, you know, demonstrates uh, the things that we need to do. Wearing masks. We can save hundreds of thousands of lives if Americans voluntarily wear masks. Joe Biden has demonstrated that kind of leadership. And even President Trump, you know, shortly after he was out of the hospital, while he was still contagious, wouldn't even do that. So first and foremost, I think that kind of leadership matters. Second, we need to give the American people faith that you know, when we have a vaccine uh, that is that is safe, that the scientists uh, have 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 signed off on, that we have a plan to deliver it effectively. You know, that we can have a plan to make sure that it is free for all Americans, so that we can quickly get the vaccine out, uh, get people uh, taking the doses, and so that we can get this virus down, so that we can bring our economy back. Well, it appears that both candidates have a realistic path to those 270 electoral votes. However, it does appear that Trump in particular has less 
uh, margin for error in getting there. What, what do you think your must-win states are in this? Well, look, we are we are incredibly lucky that we have uh, we have many paths to 270, as as you mentioned, uh, and you know I think one of the most important paths for, for that runs straight through the Midwest. It's states like Ohio, Pennsylvania, uh, uh, Wisconsin, and Michigan. States that you know I think in 2016 got got a lot of focus, and and I think you know are are, are places where maybe Donald Trump spoke to the fact that for, for too many people in this country, you know, our, our economy was, wasn't working. They were, they were being left out of, of opportunity. And, and, you know, in 2016, Donald Trump made a lot of promises to those Americans uh, and three and a half years through his term, he has not made those, he has not lived up to those promises. You know, so I think Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are, are, are speaking to those voters who, you know, who first and foremost, you know, want want a vision to get us out of all of the the chaos that Donald Trump has brought to this presidency. Who who want a leader of character, uh, but also want someone who's going to deliver uh, on those promises. And Joe Biden, you know, as a leader, has has a track record of doing that. You know, even up, including the last time we had to come out of an economic crisis when he helped lead the Recovery Act. Uh, there's probably a very small number of undecided voters left. Uh, if those people are still on the fence um, and they can make a difference, what do you think that deciding factor will be for them? Well, look, as coronavirus cases are surging around the country, you know, as we're worried about, you know, looking ahead to this winter where, you know, we could see hospitalizations increase, deaths increase, uh, and a real strong impact on our economy. I think voters are sitting around their kitchen table right now wondering who's going to look out for me, who's going to protect my family, who's going to protect my job, who's going to protect my health care. And at the end of the day, we, we I think we are making a strong case that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are the candidates on the ballot uh, at the presidential level right now who are going to do that. The final three days of the campaign, are you more focused on solidifying states that you need, or are you more focused on expanding the map? We're focused, we're focused on, on, on getting out the vote across, you know, the entire, you know, 16 state battleground map that, that, that we have here. Um, you know, we, you need 270 to win. We're not, we're not focused so much on running up the score as guaranteeing that when uh, the votes are counted, that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris win. And we're making, you know, that argument around the country in communities like Ohio uh, to to make sure that, you know, our our, our voters our, our voters turn up uh, turn up and vote. Anything else you'd like to mention, Bill? Um, you know, I think only other thing I would say is that look, there are still many options available uh, for Ohioans who want to show up and vote. Whether you're dropping off your ballot at a drop box, whether you're voting early in person, or whether you're going to show up and vote on election day, you can go to IWillVote.com/oh and find all of the resources that you need to make sure that you can have your voice heard in this election. All right, Mr. Russo, thanks very much for uh, speaking with us today and uh, good luck over the next uh, five or six days here. Thank you so much. You have a great day. We'll start right up. Uh, What is your closing message to voters here in the last four days? You know, it's twofold. Uh, first, the affirmative case, the reason to vote for t- Donald Trump and to rehire him as our national CEO, and that is the economy. And both the economy that Trump built in the first three years of his presidency before the China virus, as well as the economy that he is rebuilding right now, the, the second Trump boom. This entrepreneur president has created the conditions for prosperity in America, and Americans seem to know that. In a recent poll, 56% of Americans told Gallup that they are better off now than they were four years ago. So even with all the challenges of the virus this year, Americans still 
still believe that they are personally more prosperous because of the policies of Donald Trump. Uh, in 2019, the last full year before the virus, it, uh, we saw numbers that were simply astounding. It was the best year for American workers ever by quite a long shot. 6.8% wage growth overall, and that's an all-time record by a mile. The good news is, though, that it's not just in the past. It's also the present tense. He's doing it again right now. 33% GDP growth just this week, as well as the lowest um, uh, jobless claims numbers uh, in seven months of the pandemic. So the momentum in this economy is extremely strong right now. Uh, we think it argues for an acceleration into next year, which could be the greatest economic year in American history, if we make the right decision uh, about a commander in chief with the right economic policies. And then I think we also need to define as a closing argument exactly who our opponent is. And on this issue of the economy, he would do two things, Joe Biden. Number one, uh, he would attack energy, something that's critical to Eastern Ohio, something that's critical to our entire country. Uh, he's made it very clear that he will target fracking and perhaps more than that. Um, in addition, he'd inflict the biggest tax increase in American history, twice as big as anything that even Hillary Clinton proposed. Um, and I think also we have to define the corruption of the Biden family, which really are, operates more like a political cartel. They sold influence and access all over the world, including to the two most dangerous enemies of the United States, Russia and China. Uh, we know factually that his family was being paid many millions of dollars by a Chinese Communist Party controlled energy company. It is also credibly alleged uh, by eyewitnesses and other evidence that Joe Biden himself was a beneficiary to this dirty money deal. So while the national news organizations uh, are doing their best to completely ignore the biggest story in America, the, the elephant in the room of this campaign, I believe that a lot of local outlets like yours are doing real journalism and asking the hard questions about Joe Biden's complicity in this entire uh, saga. It appears that both candidates have a realistic path to 270 electoral votes. However, it does appear that Donald Trump in particular uh, has a less margin for error in getting those uh, electoral votes. What are your must-win states here in the next few days? Uh, listen, the, when we look at the electoral map, we actually think that we have more optionality on the map than does Joe Biden. But look, that's our opinion. It's not something I can prove statistically. We'll find out on Election Day. Um, but we think that there are states in play that we didn't win last time that we can this time. I'm talking specifically about um, Arizona, or excuse me, about New Mexico and Nevada. Um, and I think the main reason that we have a shot at those states is because of how well we're doing with Hispanic voters. All of the polling out there, both public and private, shows that we've made market improvements in our Hispanic support. We did quite well among Hispanics in 2016, really shocked the world with the numbers we put up then. Um, and we're doing substantially better now. And I think that's mainly, again, because of the economic record of President Trump. He's been particularly great for entrepreneurs. And Hispanics are statistically the most entrepreneurial demographic in America by by quite a long shot, actually. Uh, we love to start up mom and pop operations that we hope become a lot bigger than that. Entrepreneurs appreciate uh, this entrepreneur in the Oval Office, Donald Trump, particularly the way uh, he has deregulated. He has gotten rid of stifling and overbearing regulations that make it very hard for small businesses to thrive in this country. And so I really think that there's a chance of us expanding the map. Uh, I believe we'll win all the states we won last time, plus perhaps those two due to Hispanics. And I also think we're competitive in Minnesota as far as a state that might flip our way. We nearly won Minnesota last time without putting any real effort into the state. A very different approach this time. We've put a lot of time and resources, presidential visits into Minnesota. So look, we know we take nothing for granted, not Ohio, not any state. We know we have to hustle and grind and earn the votes of every single American, and especially in these battleground states. So we take nothing for granted, but we are confident. We think the momentum is heading in our direction. You know, there still could be a very small number of undecided voters uh, that could still be on the fence, what do you think the deciding factor for them will be? 
You know, I really think if they're undecided at this point, um, the Biden corruption scandal, the China Biden pay to play corruption scandal, I believe, will will convince some of those voters if they were perhaps leaning toward uh, Joe Biden to stay home or if they were perhaps leading our way uh, to get engaged and, and to go vote. So uh, I think at this stage, it's more about motivating our followers. It's more about getting get out the vote than it is persuasion. But it doesn't have to be binary. We don't have to only choose one path. We can try to do both. We can try to get our people excited and make sure they're motivated, make sure they want to get there on game day. And we do know that from our internal poll. And a, a large segment of our base really does want to vote in person on election day. So it's important for us. It's one of the reasons the president continues to barnstorm the country. It's important for us to make sure that people who are leaning our way, who are committed our way, actually follow through because it can't just be a mental decision to support us. You have to actually get to the polls. Uh, if that's your intent is to do it in person, you have to get there and actually cast that ballot. I'm confident that the, the deplorables out there are going to do that, but we're going to keep encouraging them. Uh, you might have already touched upon this, but for these final full three days of, of campaign days left, are you going to be more focused on solidifying the states that you really need, or are you going to be focused on just trying to expand the map in general? You know, again, I, I, don't, I don't think it's binary. I don't think we have to choose. You know, the president is traveling so extensively that it allows us to do both. Um, if, if we had a campaign uh, that was as frankly lazy as Joe Biden's, yes, then we'd have to make sort of harder choices, right? Um, but when we have a president who's willing to do six rallies a day, when we have a lot of other representatives out there, uh, like the president's family, um, campaign folks, people who are willing to travel uh, like crazy and, and work really, really hard, uh, we, we can do all of the above. We can, we can go for map exp- extension states map expansion, as well as uh, trying to make sure that we solidify states that we won last time and we need again, places like Arizona and Florida. So we're trying to do all of it. And I think we can. Uh, this campaign has has massively out hustled and outworked the Biden campaign. I think we're going to principally win because of the policies of President Trump and the way he's governed this country. But I think we might also win in, in, you know, in a lesser way. We might also win because of the hustle of this campaign. All right. Thank you very much. Have a good day.